You're listening to What I've Learned, a podcast created by the students at the San Diego Met High School. No pain, no gain. What does that mean? As a young elementary school kid in fifth grade, I questioned what this saying I had heard so often meant. I asked my dad one day what no pain, no gain meant. I recall my father saying, it meant that pain made you stronger. Still, what my father said to me translated as, if I get hurt more often, I won't feel pain anymore. So, inten- so I intentionally inflicted pain, physical pain upon my body by jumping, then falling with certain parts of my body, such as my arm, shoulder, back, and chest, impacting the floor first. Quickly, through my foolish actions, I stopped inflicting physical pain upon myself. It wasn't until two years ago, towards the end of my sophomore year of high school, that I truly understand how you can gain something significant through experiencing pain. School exhibitions were coming up within the next week, and the date I was supposed to present my exhibition was soon. However, I wasn't even close to finishing the slideshow, answering questions, and overall meeting my expectations of how I envisioned my presentation. A multitude of factors contributed to the horrific delay in my progress in finishing my project. My first grandparent passed away because doctors couldn't save him, and another great-grandparent died as well. A heart-shattering relationship, holding false potential was also lost, and a side of myself that I fiercely hated as much as I loved proved again that continuing my manner of life the way I currently did would lead to my spirit living without purpose. At the time, I was hardly capable of dealing with my own burdens, which injured my my incapability of maintaining passing grades even more. Every drop of pressure I placed upon myself, every hideous thought conceived in my head, each drop of the thick anxiety and disappointing choice made gave rise to a painful experience. It all hit me while working on my exhibition. Anger sank within the core of my mind at first, mad at my actions which led me to such a stressful spot. Violently, my anger mutated into self-doubt. I doubted all my dreams, while at the same time, it was as though my ADD created doubtful, doubtfully horrific sentences and intent that intended to break my own spirit. I argued back the thoughts doing what little I could to, to, to think positively in such a negative state. Gradually, the thoughts were unintentional. It felt like I wasn't thinking of them, yet they berated me to where I, my mental pain started to affect me physically. Excessive fast breaths, which were deep, made me lose the oxygen I needed, making me lightheaded, while all the while numbing my entire body from my quivering toes to my near mentally damaged head. I started to laugh at things that were causing me distress and accepting what would, what would happen, then quickly cling to sanity that such grotesque things wouldn't happen. This repulsive and convulsion-like pattern repeated until my parents arrived back home. What they saw was their child broken down by his own actions, yet clinging to the slimmest bit of sanity. My episode of torture was over. The calming of my mom's voice soothed me to breathe at a normal pace and released the numbness in my body. My ululating screams from my episode muted my voice for the rest of the night. Though this was not the first episode I experienced, it is definitely what caused my anhedonia of happiness for the first time. It was a short and temporary feeling, but it certainly contributed to one of my strengths. One of my greatest strengths is ultimately the strength to tolerate and endure more amounts of anxiety and stress now compared to the past. Any strength takes time to improve upon. 
Going through one torturous experience of mental pain won't make me capable of tolerating massive amounts of anxiety instantly. I had acknowledged that my, my painful experience carried a venom that was life-threatening to me. After I acknowledged that, I had to figure out how to prevent that horrific experience ever, from ever happening again. When I found my, my answer on how I can prevent and manage my levels of stress, anxiety, and self-doubt, I employed them into my life practicing. Whenever I had another unsightly experience, usually it wasn't as horrifying as the last. Gradually, over time, I adopted strategies that I have applied to my daily life so they become a habit. Some of these strategies I use are taking five to ten minute breaks from my work, advocating for myself, replace distracting entertainment YouTube videos with videos that pique an educational interest, like music production or synthesis. Um, and I did this in a, hip, in a habitual use of a for a person, wait, hold on, what the hell? Etc. Each strategy has a unique purpose and function that has helped me and give, that has helped me get and give, given an outstandingly positive impact upon my life. A personal favorite would be expressing emotion through the piano. Today, I still deal with pain like anyone else. The difference is how much pain each of us experiences in one area or another. Hardships don't deal a positive effect on us. Experiencing the pain from our hardships, especially ones that impact us the most, gives massive potential for improvement. Massive potential for improvement is the essence of what is gained through experiencing pain, whether it's physical or non-physical.